My name is Casey Must. I'm the owner and founder of Citizen Yoga, and you are listening to After Class. After Class is our podcast where we bring in teachers, community members, mental health professionals, anybody who is doing the work, doing good in the greater community. We also just launched our on-demand platform. Our on-demand platform is not just a platform for movement and yoga, but also a platform for your mental health. We have real therapists on there, meditation coaches, breath coaches, and anybody else that you could think of. If, you're, if you want to check it out, it's ondemand.citizenyogastudio.com. Uh, Seven-day free trial, $18 a month. Go check it out. Welcome to After Class. I'm so excited to introduce my guest, Angela Wisneski. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Casey. Thanks Did I do it right? Me. Yeah, Wis- sounded perfect. Wisneski. Bam. Oh, wow. That. Thank okay, you. Great. <laughs> well, I, Angela and I have like circled each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like, don't you feel like that I, a little I, bit? Like yes. in Detroit? It's been we like circle a Detroit around orbit. Each other. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and I feel so inspired by by you specifically. And I think some of the things we're, we're going to touch on today, um, fashion, um, owning your own business, becoming your authentic self. These are like big things, big topics, um, to discuss, but I think the most important thing to start off with, which is a question that I ask a lot of people, um, which is what is your personal mission? I know that that's sort of like a big question to ask, but yeah, um, uh, yeah. that's a great, that is a great question. I think, and even separating that from say your business mission or, you know, we, the kind of work that you do, but my, I, I do feel like my true work as, uh, as a human being, um, is to, I just find joy and I, and I, I guess my natural state is to, try to champion people to truly be themselves. Um, mm. And I want myself and others around me, whether it's people that I know and love or strangers to, to not live, you know, with like a mask on or just to truly embrace who they are at their core. Um, kind of without all the, all the things that can dilute, I think our journeys to be, mm-hmm. to be ourselves, right? So if it's, you know, certain traditions you may have been raised with or, or you know, insecurities that were, you know, kind of bestowed upon you in, mm-hmm. in weird ways through, through your childhood or just a number of things. Like, I, I truly want all people to embrace who they are um, internally, externally, physically, mentally, sexually like I I do think that's if everybody really embraced that in their lives and and stopped putting up a front for whatever reasons like I think we could all truly live among one another in in a like a beautiful harmonious way um Mm -hmm. that sounds too whatever um but that's that's have you met me I know I know it's like come on it's just like it's funny because like hearing the words actually come on mouth like that's what I want and it it's, it breaks my heart when I see people like not, not really accepting who they are. Um, yeah. Or making changes or, or living in fear of something or living again, like not their authentic life, uh, for X amount of reasons. And you know, there's so many of those. Uh, and until you start to really figure out why you wear the mask that you do and why, you know, we make the decisions that we do, like, you know, why, 
why did I do this job for so many years when my true inner calling has been something else? And there's a lot of reasons for things. Um, mm. But again, I think my personal journey is to, is to uh, try to allow people to, you know, discover things yeah. with, within themselves and truly, you know, kind of be, be who they want to be without kind of the extra, the BS that can surround your life, you know? I have so many questions already, okay. so I'm going to try to like organize them okay. as best as I can. Okay. Um, can you think of an experience for listeners about a time when you wore a mask and how you sort of went, you went through a process of taking it off mm-hmm. and what that courage looked like? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is probably, and this is also part of growing and evolving, right? Because all we, all we know is what we, you know, all we know is what we know, right? But you yeah. know, we know so much of this is shaped from our childhoods, right? And mm-hmm. our first teachers, which in my case was, you know, a a two-parent household um, that eventually led to, you know, ended in divorce and when I was young in fourth, fourth fifth grade. Um, so, you know, that, just that experience in my tiny little bubble, that's what shaped a number of things, right? And, and then growing mm-hmm. up in, you know, relatively like conservative Catholic household in Southeast Michigan, right? In the large scheme of things yeah. that shaped my thoughts and views um, and experiences for quite a bit of time. And, you know, in my, mm-hmm. in my childhood and teenage years, right? And then I think when I really started to think about things, well, definitely, um, you know, some of the like religious stuff in eighth grade, I remember like my confirmation and just kind of the things that you're, you're asked to do and commit to. Um, I just remember thinking like, I'm in eighth grade. I don't know. You know, like, is this right? Uh, you know, and it's just, is this really what I'm yeah, supposed to be thinking? Right. Like, okay, I'm going to just inherit this belief. Yeah. And, and it's this, yeah, it's this funny, but like, I, I don't know if you, if you or anybody remembers the shop contempo casuals, but it was like my, oh my God, I dream, loved, right? Could, come on. It's so, so good. Thigh highs yes. and, uh, platforms yeah. and all the polyester, platforms. you know, large collar <laughs> shirts. So I remember like part of my, my treat, you know, was to get like this new outfit that I love from Contempo. That was like my kind of confirmation mm-hmm. gift. And I remember thinking like, okay, well, this is like this white skirt that I wanted and these platforms. And that was, Oh that was God. like my trade-off in this weird way. But you you know, you think about these things. I was, you know, at, at, what are your eighth grade? What are you, 13, 12, 13? So just kind yeah. of these things that you commit to. And, you know, for so long, I was like, this is, this is who I am. And everything that right. surrounds me is, is revolved around this because I made this like commitment at this age, you know, and then slowly, mm-hmm. you know, I, and having gone to a, a, a really wonderful high school or Catholic high school. Um, but again, so much of my world was shaped on this and I wasn't really exposed to a lot of other things, you know, like what do you feel like kept you kept me, what do you feel like? Yeah. kept you sort of, it was like sheltered, you know, felt sheltered by. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. And and there's nothing also, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's like a lot of people's lives, but there, there was a general lack of diversity and in terms of um, ethnicities, religions, mm-hmm. and general viewpoints that were like kind of different than what what mm-hmm. we believed or thought to believe, right? And then until I, you know, kind of went to university and and started to think like, wow, there's a much larger um, <laughs> community out here. There's so many more people out there. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, I think I think my first true 
breakthrough, which also paired with a sort of a breakdown and not in like a super big way, but I remember it was like my late twenties and I, I realized it was like my 27th birthday and I was working, um, a job at a local in local media that I was like, had to drag myself to do. And you get yeah. to that point and, 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 oh, um, this will make sense shortly, but I basically was like, it was one of my, the eaves of one of my birthdays in my later twenties. Um, mm-hmm. and I just remember thinking I'm turning, I can't remember what it was, 27, 28. And I, my, I don't love my job. I'm doing this track mm-hmm. of my career because all of a sudden when you're in college and you're in your first year of college, which you're still young, 18, 19, for some people, and it's like, okay, pick the track that you want to do. And that's outrageous, right? So I was like right. kind of a comms person. So it was PR and journalism for me. And after um, university, I had a job in local media here in Detroit. And I had a, a, a job, you know, working as a, an, an editor at, a, at an alternative weekly. And I was like, I hate my job. I was in a bad right. relationship. I was like, I hate my boyfriend. You know, like right. I what yeah. am I doing? All like, what, yeah. why am I living this life that I think I just was kind of going through the motions and thinking like, Angela, you're young. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're living like what other people, you're living the life through what other people tell you should be doing and not truly doing the things mm-hmm. that are your gifts. Well, some of that's arguable, yeah. but you know, I, I knew that I was staying in jobs and relationships and even at the time, probably some friendships and habits that were mm-hmm. not, that were not serving me. Um, and that was my initial thing, right? I was in the somewhere, I think I was at Somerset mall or something. And funny, I was like, I'm going to get like a new birthday outfit. And I was like in the mirror. It's funny because I'm relating all this stuff to fashion in a funny way, which I did not plan to do, but that's like what, what, but that's, that's what I relate to I here. Um, yes, exactly. And then I remember thinking like you, you're not, you're not doing the things that you're living somebody else's life and it's not yours and you need to make some changes and it's not going to be easy because, you know, you spend X amount of years with somebody as in a relationship. Right. Um, and on again, off again. And, but still when you're, I think when you have this sort of, uh, breakthrough, there's no turning back. Right. Like, right. You knew you hated the job. You knew you and your partner were not Mm -hmm. a good fit and you just have to make these steps to change it. So yeah. that was my, you know, yeah. I had a lot of math. That was your yeah, like, and, and I, through it all, like I, I still, this is part of growing, but just kind of shedding those, those things that I thought about myself and those identities that mm-hmm. I really held on to for, for so long that were essentially shaped through, again, childhood, teenage years. Um, and some of them are great. Mm-hmm. And some of them, a lot of them, I still carry characteristics that, you know, were, were, Right. brought to me and et cetera and personality traits and work ethic and, and many things, but a lot of stuff you have to shed and these masks that we wear, we cling to sometimes are, are not all um, positive. So <laughs> yeah, I encourage people to, yeah. you know, examine those I'm like, why, who are you? Like, who are you really? And then social media yeah. is a whole different ball game, right? Like the masks we wear on there, but I, that's like another thing I'm looking well, at my going, phone right we're now we're going so. there at yeah some we'll point. get there at some point yeah we're like going we're gonna yes. get there tonight. these these breakthroughs I, you know, are pre like social media rage so yeah 
Oh my God. Well, you know, I think that it's really important to normalize, you know, um, not, I know, Angela, you know, but most of our listeners will know, but citizen yoga is based in suicide prevention. And Mm -hmm. I think that in that 28 year mark or 23 year mark, uh, maybe 37 year mark, who knows what year we're going to, you know, hit that, um, you know, normalizing this reinvention of self and realizing that, you know, it's not the end of self, it's a beginning of new self. And I think we think we're going toward a continuum of, I I think at least some people of more wholeness, but there are times exactly what you said, like I had this breakthrough while I was having a Mm -hmm. breakdown and that trust that we all need to have that breakdowns often, often done well. And with conscious thinking, go, you find these incredible breakthroughs and, and normalizing that. And yeah. making sure that, you know, young people know that and older people know that this is a part of our transformation, yeah. um, which is so incredibly interesting. Yeah. Like you have I to allow to those book- space for those, oh, like the, and yes. you know, it's funny and the breakthrough versus breakdown thing. I think, um, this is probably so cliche, but one of my, it came, like one of my Peloton instructors like that, uh, um, said it and I, it, those words clung to me and the phrase is clung to me. And I was like, oh my God, I mm-hmm. love Break, the breakthrough versus breakdown because you can, it really isn't how you respond to things. Right. And that's ultimately like a really shitty thing can happen and you hit a low point mm-hmm. and you start doing all this work. Cause it's not all every day is not like a great day, you know, Easy. it's not, and yeah. it's not. And, and a lot of things, hard work and challenges. And again, like the self-care components that aren't as romantic as they are, um, in a, in a commercialized way are truly doing the inner work and pinpointing those, those things that, uh, aren't healthy Mm -hmm. that truly are from the inside. So it's normal and everyone needs to do it. (laughs) Right. Consistently. Yeah. So there are three um, words that we're cycling through. So on our on-demand platform, we create these courses and each course has a theme of like how you can cultivate these three things. And I know that we, you and I are going to talk about um, authenticity, but I think really thinking about what is for you, particularly because you're in fashion, what does confidence mean to you? How does confidence translate? And do you see a difference between, and I'll repeat these mm-hmm. questions, um, like confidence and self-esteem, self-esteem and, and, and how do they play together? Um, you might not see them as different necessarily, but maybe you can just start with, you know, mm-hmm. confidence because we're laying the groundwork whenever you start your own business, you know, having confidence and self-esteem is extremely important oh, man. Um, yeah. to weather the storm yeah. of how hard you have to work, how much self-belief has to be like in your foundation. Yeah. So before we start talking about what it's like for you to have opened your mm-hmm. store this past year. Um, like lay the, like the foundation and the groundwork for like, how did you build these two qualities Um, and what are they? You know, I, I, amidst even like, uh, identity, self-finding identity and really figuring out who I am, what I stand for, um, you know, and these things change too. They evolve, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. as, as the world shifts. And I think that's important too. Uh, and confidence whether you truly have it or you even there's definitely some faking it till you make it. I know that's like a general yeah. when you're entrepreneurial no, it's so thing true. that is very yeah. real, right? 
Um, but at the end yeah. of the day, like, I mean, to me, confidence, self-esteem, like some, that's not stuff that is, uh, always just comes naturally. Um, and I, you know, mm-hmm. I feel blessed to have, you know, have kind of grown up with that, um, in a nice, in like a, in an, in a good way, you know, like my mom, mm-hmm. you know, particularly, but there's also the, the other things that shift that as you get older, um, life experiences, again, relationships, failures, successes, you know, what you think you should be doing mm-hmm. and at confidence, you know, it, it, com- it does come from the inside because I mean, there, mm. it's not something you can just put on, but are there ways to complement and enhance it? Of course, of course, there's a ton yeah. of things you can do and, and, uh, from medical beauty, you know, clothing. Um, and again, I, and I love all of that stuff. You know, I love expressing yourself through style. Um, but I don't think that's, that's not where it all is. Right. Because the stuff all comes off at the end of the day. Um, and right. if you don't have this like kind of pillar of strength or, or the, the pillar of confidence inside of you, it's, it's difficult because everything feels kind of like a facade, mm-hmm. you know, and there's a number of things mm-hmm. that, that affect that. And it's, your confidence grows when you're willing to take more risks and challenges. Um, and when you don't yeah. give up when those things do not go well, right? Like that's, if, if you're not willing to do that, you're not willing to, to take the risk. You're not willing to get the reward and you'll kind of just stay stagnant and safe. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's okay. That's okay for people too. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard from an entrepreneurial standpoint because you're not really going to get anywhere with that. Right. It's, it's almost impossible, right? right? If you don't, if you don't take risks, um, smart risks, but that's all, that's all part of it. So, I mean, building the confidence is something that, you know, it, it, be mindful of how you feel, why you feel a certain way or somebody that like Mm -hmm. crushes your confidence for whatever reason, like set your boundaries, get rid of these people. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't fix people. That was like, I spent a large chunk of many years (laughs) like trying to fix men I was dating and what it really reflection what really it was a reflection of what was going on inside of me you know and it's like oh my god like I'm wasting my years on these clowns um this is relationship stuff but again this all affects your confidence right because you are essentially what you tolerate you know I think that there's this cycle of um like over time you build this foundation of confidence through a variety Mm -hmm. of things like I think of it as like you know, you invest in whether it, for me, it was like philosophy and, and yoga and so many other things. And I don't just mean as like practices, but also as like things that you not acquire, but like yep. arm yourself with. I always think like, okay, well, what's on my, what's yes. my armor, not, not clothing or anything else. Like what's my internal yeah. armor. And that gives me confidence when the way you define self-esteem is like confidence in your ability. True. And I think when you and I or anybody decides to open a business or take a big risk, you know, that's really what we're saying. Like, how do you step out into the world and teach yourself to take a big risk? It's confidence and self-esteem. And I think that that's really Mm -hmm. part of that taking off Mm -hmm. your mask. Like you wear a mask because you're like, well, I don't know if what is under here is worthy enough to share. And it's true. And And it's, that's, uh, that's a hundred percent accurate. And it's funny because there's a few great quotes that came to mind just in the in the midst of this. Um, yeah, and you and you tie share. in. Yeah. Well, you talked about armor, and armor again is like 
kind of a mask, right? And one of my favorite yeah. late fashion photographers, Bill Cunningham, I think he really explained fashion in a in a way that I, I remember seeing the documentary uh, that had come out and he passed away a few years after that. And he, for those who don't know, he was like world, like world famous street photographer. He would do a lot of, um, I think it was specifically New York times, but he would get all the like street, street photography in that huge era. Now street photography is just everybody's Instagram posts, but, um, you know, he was kind of like a wonderful, he has a really interesting and wonderful and kind of like tragic story. Um, but he had said fashion is the armor, something fashion is the armor to survive everyday life. Um, and it's funny because mm. that's how I kind of look at it and to make my days more interesting. Um, and even now in this pandemic stuff, like, you know, just, it, yeah, it. even so it, it's, it's the heels has been like put aside for a little bit, but it's always been a, a, a form of expression to me to combat the, whether the dull days or just enhance yeah. the great days. Right. You know? So I love thinking about that because I think that we don't really think of fashion yeah. like that, which is, um, you know, you arm yourself with, like, I think of it like I arm myself with yes. values and yeah. purpose and drive. And, you know, but then there is that, I mean, I really respect and love fashion. And so I think that's why, you know, uh, I'm so excited to talk to you. It's but an accompaniment. You I know. think I, I, I that's how. yeah, I've never thought of it like yeah. that. You know, and we haven't even talked, so we have to step into, you know, what, what, what yeah. do you do? What store do you own? And really the only reason I don't start with that is so that you can introduce yourself as this person. And now like, what did you do with this person that you are, which um, is really cool to talk about. And I love the name of your store. <laughs> and I think it's so yeah. fitting for right? this moment oh in time. Oh my God. Games until so an attempt is made. Until... Um, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, what is your store? Where is okay, it? And, so, um, yeah, tell us tell us a little bit my, about it. Uh, I I own a women's lifestyle boutique. It is called Coup d'État, and I opened it in Detroit's New Center area in late fall, early winter of 2019. So, it is located Perfect. in Cadillac Place. Yeah, three months before uh, a, a global pandemic. So. But, you know, it's funny, like, I, I would have done it anyway, honestly, like, it, it, if somebody's like, the yeah, because that's anything can happen at any moment, right? And this had been something and this will kind of piggyback on what we were talking about with confidence earlier. There, I had been wanting to do this forever, Casey. And, and I will go back. I remember mm -hmm. when you opened your first yoga studio. Um, which mm -hmm. what year was that in Royal Oak? What year? 2013. Okay. So that was, I remember, you know, it was a there was a certain energy happening here. Um, and there was, there was definitely some shifts in the types of businesses that were opening and, you know, it was getting kind of interesting. Um, and I remember you, and a, a shop has been a, a particularly a women's store with interesting things that weren't so readily available has been on my mind since I was a child. Um, and I just knew yeah. it always someday had to happen. Um, and you know, for years, I think I, I, I let the fear kind of take over and I was like, Oh, I'm not ready. And it was generally, it was just like my confidence wasn't where it needed to be to really pull the trigger and, mm. and get this thing going and a, a number of things. Um, but I, I think when you really boil it down, it was like, I, I allowed, I wasn't really there to do it because I was allowing myself to be distracted by things that I shouldn't have straight up. 
Um, yeah. So I remember when you were opening it, I was like, this is so, I was so in, inspired and intrigued that you just took this step. Um, you did. It, it <laughs> was yeah, a crazy it was, person. It was huge. And, and I, 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 I doubt, I doubt oh that I'm God. the only person uh, here and, and woman that was like, this is, you know, it's a, it's a big step. It's a big move. And you truly owned it. And that, that business has grown in, in such significant ways, um, locations and the brand and what you guys stand for. So I remember that. Um, and I was still doing a few mm-hmm. different jobs at the time. So fast forward to in the past few years, I just was kind of like, Hey, this, this needs to happen. Um, I did want it to be in the city, uh, the city proper. So it was, it was, it was a number of things kind of watching what was happening um, from a development standpoint in the city, uh, checking out mm-hmm. spaces and neighborhoods that worked, and then the timing in my personal life. I was like, you know what? You you have to do this now. You have to do this now. Um, so, so yeah, so I opened a coup d'etat, and um, it's been, in, it's it's an interesting journey, and starting it, yeah, I wanna, you know, before. Yeah. I think maybe you, go ahead. Sorry. There's always like this funny like lag. You know, I'm interested to hear from your perspective two things. One is like, why did you choose that name? Because I think it really fits with sort of the taking yeah, off yeah. of the mask, yeah. which I like love. And then, you know, what's the reality versus oh the dream God. of owning your own business? So those two things I've like been waiting to ask you because I think people have this you know, yeah. not that you did, but people have this fantasy. If I'm self-employed, oh, I get to define yeah. my own hours. And I'm like, yeah, you mean yeah. all of them? You, <laughs> you get to, yeah. you get to you're work not getting like hours. Christmas bonuses for anybody and you're not getting insurance <laughs> right. from a big like company and don't get me started on 401k right. stuff. So you, you, okay. How'd you so pick your name? how'd you pick your name I first? Think, and this was, and to be clear, like I bought the URL, um, I think in 2015, so I bought, so this was, this was oh like God, way pre-Trump bullshit, like any of this stuff. Like, it yeah, was, <laughs> you can speak very freely. <laughs> like, gonna, yeah. This is, a, gonna, this is our, this is every podcast is okay. what we really bleep. think. Sorry. Not don't, what we if you want to bleep, 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 bleep. We, we don't, uh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. We don't believe that. That is not believed um, on our podcast. So I bought the URL and I knew it was something I want to do at this time. I was doing a few things and really kind of honing in the idea. Um, but again, I wasn't like in that mindset yet. So I bought the URL shopcudeta.com and I just was really drawn to the, I was drawn to the, the phrase um, and the idea behind it. And, you know, fast forward to yesterday's events, you know, you know, it's a, it's a wild, uh, it's a wild uh, idea, right? And I knew yeah. that I wanted it to be a little bit, uh, I guess, rebellious um, in, a, in a good, like, healthy, fun, you know, positive way. That's like, mm-hmm. don't just take everything presented to you at face value. You don't have to wear all the things that, like, whoever's wearing, kind of do your own thing. And then um, I kind of sat with it for a little bit, started to curate the collection and some of the lines um, that I wanted to bring in. And then fast forward to a, a couple of years later, which is where the confidence really comes in because you have to ultimately yeah. take an idea from nothing, present it to complete strangers, 
try to get loans, try to get them to sell to you, um, and all of those things. And if, if you're not, if you don't believe in it and you like the sparkle isn't there in your eye when you're talking about it and you're not excited, people, people don't want to go into business with you because what's the point, you know? And right. That is a a really fascinating way to learn about yourself and, and really bring your dreams to fruition because that's all you have. You know, this is something I've wanted to do forever. Right. And I don't, I don't know what the next mm-hmm. several years holds. You know, I don't know the future of it, brick and mortar versus uh, e-com. Um, and that's all stuff that you have to, mm-hmm. you have to like really strategize and work swiftly with, especially during this time, which, you know, <laughs> um, you're, you're going through these right. emotions too, yes. which you never thought about. Right. And I think it's a very glamorous, yeah, it's a very glamorous position from the outside. Like, oh, you own this boutique or like mm-hmm. you, I don't, I don't have money, you know, like this is the money that I do make, which right. I'm not quite profitable yet, right. but I'm off to an excellent start mm-hmm. given, especially given the circumstances, um, goes right back into the business, you know, but that initial pillar yeah. of confidence so, is like what will give you yeah. the leap. And then once you take that leap, you, there's no turning back, right? Like you're in it. And then you mm. go and then things are not going to go your way. You're going to be met with disappointment. There's going to be issues with, mm-hmm. you know, your building, like all the things are going to happen, which nobody ever sees because that's not the sexy, you know, like entrepreneurial, especially in like female entrepreneurial, all the like girl boss kind of stuff and all the like, mm-hmm. you know, all the like <laughs> infographic yeah. and the memes, <laughs> which I will say during that God. time helped me like, yeah. You know how they say, yeah, right. Like, I, I would gonna, see some Instagram yeah. posts and I think like they, it's, you're going to find what you're looking for. Right. So anything that I saw, I was like, live your dreams and just do it. I was like, yeah, that's me. And then you're like, oh no, like I shouldn't have gotten like all of my advice from my, Help. Feed, but it works. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting that you talk about like looking on your Instagram feed and it, cause I'm really interested if there was like a specific, um, like phrase you used because relating it to everybody else, I think we all stand. I think of it, you know, when uh, I, he hates when I talk about him, but when my husband, my husband and I, when Adam and I, we, we broke up actually, um, for eight months, um, before we got back together and then we got married. And, um, you know, I knew for a variety of reasons that we needed to, to do that, even though it was the scariest decision I've ever made. Like, I remember feeling like I, I had this like really strong visual, like, I'm standing at the edge of this cliff. And if I don't jump, like, I know I'm not going to be going in the right direction, but like how fucking scary to like have to jump. And so I came up with words. Like I had a mantra. My mantra was like, I am deserving of so many things. Not that he wasn't giving it to me. It was actually me not giving it to myself. And so, um, that separation helped me build my own self-confidence to then be back Mm -hmm. in a healthy relationship. Now, I think that there are a lot of people listening who are sort of standing at the edge of that cliff, like, yeah. do I jump? And what do I say my, say to myself to have mm-hmm. that self-confidence or self-esteem and then proceeding self-esteem in order to make this change? Are there things that you consciously remember um, saying to yourself, like, to get you mm-hmm. to, to sign yes. that lease? Holy crap, signing the lease is in the, in the vomit. In the timeline of things, <laughs> signing the lease was kind of like... I mean, that was the, I, like the true icing on the cake for the initial process. 
which you might say, okay, you, the hardest part mm-hmm. of done. It's like, no, the hardest part is starting the business and keeping people coming back. Like that's the hardest part. Um, totally. But I am curious. Yes. So when you guys broke up, was this, did you, did you make the decision when you were starting the businesses or where did that happen in your, I was like, I didn't, I don't know if I knew about this. So. Um, Oh, well, now everybody... Hey, you put it out there, okay? Well, good thing Adam doesn't listen to this because (laughs) I did put it out there. You know, good thing Adam's not going to listen because he doesn't need to hear my voice any longer. He just, like, has to hear it all the time. Um, But, you know, we were together. He moved to New York. He moved back to New York, actually, Mm -hmm. um, to launch his business. And at that time, like, I... I mean, I've I've struggled with anxiety for a very long time in my life. But, you know, we just like weren't on the same page. And I felt like I really needed to do some healing to be a better partner, but I didn't really know how to do it in the relationship. And there, there's a lot more in this conversation, but I, we both literally launched, he, um, he launched his product. He launched the free, write, Which is a distraction free writing tool. I launched citizen yoga and we started our relationship during that period of time, which as you can imagine was like chaos, complete chaos and so difficult. And I was working seven days a week. Um, you know, I still am, I, I have some strong work boundaries that he has to help me make, but, and I think, you know, we broke up, I think it was about two years after I had opened, but it is really challenging to be an entrepreneur and figure out work-life balance because you always feel like I'm the, I'm, I'm breathing life into this thing. Like, so where is that stop button? And I think that being alone and like having that space to work on myself. And again, for me, it was sort of the same thing that you were talking about. I just remember realizing like nothing externally will help solve my anxiety except me. So not being in the right in quotes relationship, um, not eating the right thing, not going to the gym at the right time or doing the right yoga or, or having citizen in a certain way. Like, and that realization, it just sort of Mm -hmm. like dropped me into myself. Mm -hmm. Like I'm in charge, even though I would talk about it and think about it. And I started citizen and that honestly was like my healing journey personally, like, holy God, I think, um, making the, the, the life decision to, step into the unknown was very, it was very similar to citizen yoga, the unknown, the breaking up unknown, getting married unknown, all those pieces. Um, I think, I think in the beginning I was more ignorant to the hard work. And then later I was so, I feel so yeah grateful for the hard work. There's but no, yeah, really, I think there's no like that that's sort of what really happened. Playbook to this. And you can read like all, you can oh read my all God. the, no entrepreneurial books and the business books and that like and and I and I did and yeah. there's still you know it's like it's like learning in in a class versus being out in the street and and learning and you know like there's there's no there, there's no guideline for it you just you once you start every day is you're in a classroom you know it's your own classroom um Yes. And I think also similarly, I, when I actually decided to, I think it was for me, it was like, you need to do this. It's been when, when something is constantly like nagging at you and your brain and you wake up and you think about it at like Mm -hmm. three, four in the morning, you're coming up with ideas. Like that's a very important time 
for like creativity and, and things. And these are, these are like real things. This is like your gifts and people need to pay attention to those and not feel afraid to jump into that murky, dark territory that is uncertain because that's where usually the magic is right. And the experiences and um, those things that are going to help you become more of the person that you actually are and not like the, you know, the person that you, you're probably outgrowing and you don't know it. Um, and, you know, it, for me, it was, you know, it, it is a personal journey. Like the shop is very much a, 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 an, a reflection of my aesthetic. Um, so it is, soul. you know, I'm trying to, <laughs> your soul. as I grow I it, you know, I'm soul. trying to, you know, definitely <laughs> shape that a little bit, but it's also something that I think is interesting. Um, and also not, uh, super common here. Uh, but it was also coincided with a personal journey where it was like, you need to do this. You need to get your ducks in a row to make it happen. You know, like Mm -hmm. it was basically a bunch of my savings, um, small loans. Mm -hmm. And that was pretty much it. You know, I, I didn't really want any partners if they come to me in the future, if it's the right fit. But I also knew that like, I've worked too hard for this and, and I'm thinking about too long to have my vision kind of like diluted by anybody. And I'm such a particular uh, and picky person. So I knew that that wasn't an option. Um, and, you know, in terms of like the things that I would tell myself or the mantras, it was more like, Hey, you need to do this and you need to do it, whatever it takes. Right. And at this also time I was in an interesting you know, in my, my personal life, I was kind of just dating and I was just dating this guy that was like, it just, I had this conversation with myself. It was like, Angela, you need to stop dating these types of men um, because this is not getting you anywhere. Um, And when I really started to work on the shop, like, like get the, you know, the deck together and do the research and get the numbers together, Mm -hmm. you know, it was probably, we're in 2021 now, like this was probably, you know, closer to like three, four years ago. Um, and it was just like also a decision that I made for myself that was like, you need to take this seriously. You need to take yourself seriously. Um, and like truly recognize Mm -hmm. your value. Um, and that's almost like what did it too. And I remember speaking of like funny Instagram things, there was this one image and I think it was, uh, I don't know which page posted it, but it was an image of a, like a subway, like you're underground in the subway station. And it was like a sign. And it said, if you don't know what you want, there is no exit. And I remember seeing that. And it was it, that one of many was like, this is basically saying like, if you don't, if you don't make a decision and go for something and, and take that leap, you're just going to keep living in this like circle of indecision and, you know, for me, it was like a number of things because, you know, it was all of these things combined. I didn't, I didn't feel like I was ready. I didn't feel like I was ready for, to let like a great person in my life. I didn't feel like I was, had the confidence to like do this business. Everybody else around me sees it, you know? And it was like, what, like, what are you like? Why are, why can't right. you look at this? And then you just, you just start doing it. And then when the steps go, you just get it done. And mm-hmm. next thing you know, you're, you're signing that lease and, you know, you're like having like 
breathing issues because it's a big commitment and you're like, here it goes. And then you get through, right. you know, I had the grand mm-hmm. opening, which was on November 9th, uh, 20, November 9th, so 20, or I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, 2019. And it was a Saturday night and like, it, it went wonderfully and it was very well attended. Sales were amazing, you know, a decent amount of like press around it. And it was great. And then I, I opened for business the next day and I remember waking up the next day and my best friend texted me. She's like, you did it. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh my God, no, I have to go to work today. And this is, this is day one right now. Like the party's over, uh, uh, like it was still a big accomplishment, but it was like, no, this is the first day of this really massive journey and like project that I've taken on. And, you know, that was hard. That was like a, a, a definitely um, mm-hmm. like a roller coaster of emotions because you have holiday and that was great. And then, you know, the realities of January, February hit. <laughs> yeah. The humility and you that, mean? Like, had a huge impact <laughs> yeah. on my moods yeah. and my confidence. And I mean, last January, I, oh, it was rough, yeah. it was, you know, and, and I still had decent sales, but it was just you know, emotionally, it was like you know, you pair it with the weather here. And like, it was like, oh my God, what did I do? <laughs> well, if I could like, first of all, I should definitely just like, I should right. do like opening a business yeah. 101. What is it like? Um, but I, I really want to make a point to the people listening, which is like in a very not point, like it was very clear to me and I hope that everybody could listen and follow along is like Angela, just like you outlined your journey to like your authentic self because really like confidence and self-esteem and that's being authentic. Like is not just, it wasn't about you. Now, if you haven't seen Angela, you will understand that like, once you see her, you'll be like, Oh, I get it. Casey, what you're talking about. But like, you know, your ability to look authentic on the outside is you are phenomenal at it like I if, if there was a person in the world that Aww, was like authentic looking that's so interesting I'd be like, it's that's Angela. really interesting to hear that you know so thank like, you. I appreciate that that's a great compliment and I will take it oh my god <laughs> I I have always I have always felt like that about you and um but I think that your inner world and your outer world matched mm-hmm. when you stepped into and you can correct me of course if I'm like mispointing but you know when you stepped into your purpose when you stepped into mm-hmm. like who you really needed to be. And I think that it's, it's so funny when you say that, cause I always say like citizen, mm-hmm. citizen saved me more than I think citizen saved other people, even though their experience of citizen yoga yeah. is like, you have saved my life. Like, I know that that's how people feel about the experience they've had with citizen. But like, I used to tell classes all the time. Like, I know you guys are having this experience. Like I am helping you, but you have no idea mm-hmm. the level of, shift you've made in my soul just by being able to do this. And I think that that, the, the courage is the, the fear is always balanced out with that payoff, which is you arrive at your authentic self when you take the right path to really become who you are supposed to be, which clearly is, even if it's not, okay, fine. Maybe it's not always you own a brick and mortar, but you have stepped through that window now where you can yes. do more things like and that, that. I think you, that, I mean, if that was your summary of kind of, I hope I was able to convey that. Cause I think that's in my timeline, that's very accurate. Um, and once you really do get to that place where you're like, these are my gifts, this is my purpose. I'm going to make this happen. 
and nothing can really stop me because you, you can't uh, teeter-totter with it, you know, and you have to go for it. And then that's where the best stuff comes, right? And then you're able to inspire other people. Yeah. And, you know, like you, you can, I feel like when you're not truly embracing those things, you, you might lean toward the more negative stuff, right? Or you might, you know, all the things will, will fall into place when you really start to embrace your calling and your purpose and your gifts. And it's hard. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. like really hard work because yeah. it's very easy to sit and in your comfort zone and sit and just be there. Um, but also like we're here for, for these yeah. tiny little flecks for a very short period of time. And nothing is certain if anything that the last 12 months have showed us, like nothing is certain. And like, I hope that this is a wake up call for a lot of people that like, if you're not doing whatever it is that you love and you're not opening yourself up to love and you're not loving other people, or you're not getting, working on yourself to get yourself in a place to be able to do those things. I just feel like, what's the point, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Yeah, no, I agree. And, you know, it's so I just want to acknowledge, well, two things. One is um, there's a, you know, I teach philosophy twice a week and it's practical. It's not just like, yeah, well, (laughs) it is below woo-woo, but not woo-woo. It's never woo-woo. It's practical (laughs) theory. So, uh, yeah, it's just woo. Thank you. It's just woo. Um, But one of the things we were looking at, particularly during the new year and observing was was, there's a a quote, Life is fragile, like a dew, mm. like the dew hanging gently on the grass. Crystal drops that will be carried away on the first morning breeze. And I, and people, when you think about death, most people get really scared. And and not to say that I'm any different. It's just there is another part of it where you yes. learn to appreciate the present moment because as human beings, we literally our minds are trained to block out mm-hmm. our our impermanence. We, even if we are like sitting on our deathbed, there's sort of like that reality of death is, it always feels like, oh, it's right. not, it's never going to happen to me. Like even when you're sitting there and I think that, um, if that gives you the courage to, yeah. to step into the fear, the alignment that occurs, you know, is so profound. I mean, you are literally describing my also like a very <clears throat> parallel experience that I had and and so that's like one piece, but the other piece is the, the amount of humility it takes yeah, yeah. the day after. And I, I actually equate opening a business yeah. to having a baby, though I've never had one, which is like the first three months, <laughs> you're just like, why the hell did I do this? This is horrible. At every studio, I, they call it like my blue period. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then I go through like the yeah. blue period of like, oh my God, what did I do? And then like eight months, so I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah. I think I could do this again. Like, okay, I had memory loss yeah. and like, wow, it's smiling at me a little bit. And like, it's talking and becoming more of a person and it seems fine. But I think the amount of humility it takes to be a small business owner, yes, um, it's unrelenting and, and you need it every day yeah. and you need to show up when nobody's there and you need to show up no matter how you feel and no matter what self-doubt arises. And I think that that becomes the the next layer of mm-hmm. our transformation your transformation I'm sure that having a baby probably feels similar to that yeah. like this deep transformation that yeah I mean I too I've also offered I'm not, to you. um I haven't had the pleasure of experiencing motherhood 
um, I would like to. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get there at some point. But yeah, um, yeah you 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 yeah. have to be your own number one fan and cheerleader every single day when you get up and when you go to sleep. And there's not nobody else is going to do this for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's on, yeah. the, on the flip. It's yeah. very rewarding. Um, to be able to kind of live out your, your vision and, and be able to, you know, inspire people, you know, and I know Casey that through your work and yeah. through your organizations, what you're doing is, you know, you're helping people ultimately live and lead better, more aware and more like in healthier lives. Like that's a gift and that's a dream. Um, mm. So, so yeah. kudos to you for that by the way. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No, it's when it's, I don't know. I think that there's this, there's this um, quote. My, I love I a good quote though. Listen, we all have some, some um, good quotes. It's sort of like against my rule. Okay, great. Well, Ramatirtha said, um, yes. you must raise yourself by yourself. And in a lot of spiritual thinking, it's like there's an emphasis on teacher, on guru. And I actually think that that's misunderstood. Truthfully, I think that the West sees something and misunder they twist it into something it isn't. But I do think that in a guru paradigm, there's sort of this overemphasis on teacher and an underemphasis mm. on your own self. And I think entrepreneurship is that raise yourself by yourself. And it doesn't mean you do it alone. That is not true. The cooperative endeavor is the most important thing to have in your life, to have people around you who support you, who to have those like pillars of strength, um, moments of inspiration. But I do think that there is this aspect of you. It's a spiritual journey of, of, of opening your, your company. And, um, even just listening to you, it, it, I I hear you and it's really amazing. I do want to, I do want to, um, I sort of want to do another episode and a little bit shorter of an episode on fashion specifically, um, because I think we really just set the stage for understanding the power of your store. So Mm -hmm. if you can just for the listeners sort of describe the shopping experience um, that they would have um, coming to you Um, and... um, after that, so I can, do, you know, in addition yeah. to the, the brick and mortar shop, which, um, I would like, it's a, it's a set the uh, backdrop a little bit. It's a beautiful historic, um, Albert Kahn designed space. Um, it's located in new centers, Cadillac place, which is uh, the original GM world headquarters for any, uh, history buffs locally here and architecture buffs. And it's across from the Fisher building, which is, you know, at the largest art deco art piece here. So same, same architect, different building, um, across the street. So once, you know, I'm, I have a street front, uh, space. So there, I have two entrances, basically one on the West Grand Boulevard and then, uh, one in the lobby, which is gorgeous. It's, you know, Tennessee marble and I have a gorgeous, you know, wood and golden massive pillar and immense, like, ceilings I don't even know how tall they are they're crazy um and just like really gorgeous Mm. you know antique white tile floor so the space itself is gorgeous and really sets a vibe um as overused as that term is and corny as it is like it really I'd like to think and I you know I don't know because I kind of created it and designed it 
but when people come in, they, I can tell, and, and I've been told they're like, this place is a vibe. It feels, it feels so welcoming. It's calming. It's inspiring. It's beautiful. And those are all things that I love to be able to present. Um, and even I'm the one who looks at it every day. And it's like, you know, some days, you know, I don't know if you feel the same. You're like, you look around, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, this needs a good, just need like, I need oh. a yeah, every day you've been looking at it. I like day. constantly when you get fresh eyes in there, they're like, Oh my god, yeah. what is this? And that is always a great reminder that, like, oh yeah, this is really awesome. Um, so that's the the to set the tone of of the backdrop of the space, which is amazing. And you know, I I like to think that the products um that I bring in just enhance it, you know. Um, and it's everything. It's it's makeup, it's skin, um, it is apparel, it's books. I have self-knowledge tools. Like, you know, uh, there's this wonderful company called the School of Life London. I don't know if you're familiar with them. You would love. Um, they have everything mm-hmm. from small, like, decks of cards that are basically um, little tools. Some are aimed toward personal development. Some are questions that you should ask yourself about your relationship. Uh, one called should I stay or should I leave which is mm-hmm. a really wonderful you know but it, oh, it basically uh, these, yeah. these are tools to yeah. ask yourselves the things that, that yeah typically people don't want to talk about and they don't want to address and my thing is let's get past those and work on being right. better you know like um but anyway this this line is really cool so I have right. I like to have that uh, component to the shop too because it's a lifestyle boutique I'm not you know, when you come in, it's not a department store and it's not, you know, I don't have like fast fashion by the dozens and I don't have a hundred sizes of everything. Like it's, it's a boutique and it's, you know, for the most part, like once it's gone, it's gone. Um, and that's what makes it special to me. Uh, but style and I, I mm. you know, fashion versus style are two different things. And to me, style is how you do something, you know, and how you, show people who you are mm-hmm. and it's, it's a way to express who you are and what your experience is and, and, you know, what kind of how you identify and, and these things. And it's a way to, to express that externally. Um, and style to me, isn't just, you know, the look that you mm-hmm. put together. It's the, the words that you use, how you use them. Uh, of course, it's like the way you present yourself to the world, but you know, we, it's, I'd like to make it a little, more than that it's head to toe but also like you know your brain your heart your organs your thoughts you know these these things and like if it can all be cool and beautiful and a reflection of you that's what I like to provide you know a great pair of shoes and an awesome Mm -hmm. deck or pamphlet from this you know this company that helps you identify your emotions and not compare yourself to others and also pair that with like a great, you know, like cruelty-free nail color and a gua sha stone. And, you know, I have like literally something for all areas of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So like a um, whole, like and a then whole again, person like, style. I have an online shop too. So it's yoursoku.com, which is kind of my, my catchphrase or tagline to bring the shop to life. So you have coup d'etat and I often call it coup and clients call it mm. coup. Um, and I use coup in, you know, I have a, I, I use it in different ways. So, you know, coup becomes an adjective as well for me. So, and that has kind of happened I love it. accidentally yeah. and it, and it works. Um, 
yeah, so the online shop is there as well. I'm I'm working on actually revamping it to kind of make it more shoppable and that, you know, is its own, that's its own business itself. So it's a lot of work, but you know, it's fun. Yeah. So that's great. So what, and um, if you like, mm-hmm. just to sort of pull it together, if you were giving somebody like a piece of mm-hmm. advice and how they could support local businesses or small businesses, yeah, what would you, besides, mm-hmm. okay, just shop, but I think that there's more to that than like just um, what what would you say to somebody listening when there's we just actually pulled the statistic. I think the statistic oh, is so that a hundred thousand like where and in what closed. proximity. Um, yeah, yeah. I think in yeah. The, in our country, I think and the, I think it will be more. And I hate that, but um, it, I, it's going to be more, and it's going to be more up, but And yeah, this is a hard time this season specifically. Yeah, post holiday. I know you have restaurant people like my service industry folks. Like there's, everybody's hurting right now. Mm. Um, If you are able to purchase from a shop, do it from the shop. I know there's the convenience of Mm -hmm. the Bezos buy and getting your Amazon purchase tomorrow, but it's also like, you're not just enhance the communities with which you live in. Um, because when you're when you're buying from, yeah. you know your your local shop, when you're buying from your local market, when your your local restaurant, that money is going right back into you know within a few miles usually, and like it's not happening when you're buying from these pretty gross, usually grossly run massive corporations. Like it's just not happening. And the reality is, these people don't care about you, right? <laughs> like, I care about my clients and I care about people that aren't my clients and I care about the businesses I'm surrounded by and I care about more small business growth. And I think it's important to have interesting small businesses and not these big gross box companies that kind of, you know, push out a mass product and everything looks the same. Right. It feels the same. It's often not very well made and, you know, but do, it's going to take a little bit of extra work possibly, but do the work share, share their, share their social media yeah. posts, you know, like, I think you just have to like, imagine. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's good. I think sharing social media posts, you posting when like, you're there, you know, for whatever reason, it helps. it's not in your budget or the number of things like, but try more often than not the, the product that you want. And actually something probably way cooler is available locally. And I know it's strange because people are out of work and it's hard, you know, it's this funny thing, like buy, 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 but also, Right. You know, if, if you have the means and you're and you're lucky enough to have work right now and have an income coming in um, and you're spending those dollars anyway, that a little bit extra that if, it, if your package takes you a little bit longer, like it's worth it. You know, just be patient because when this thing, ugh, I don't even know how long we're looking at, but I want to see these businesses even make it to spring, you know, um, that's all of us. We all want to make it to spring. Yeah. yeah. Let's make it to spring. That's that's the goal, right? Like, yeah. yeah. Let's make it to spring. That's the yeah. goal, especially in Detroit when it's cold. I um. So how can people find you? Um, mm-hmm. What's your – I know you had mentioned your website, but your, in, your two Instagrams. Um, so my shop then, um, is yeah. at uh, – Instagram is at your, like Y-O-U-R-E, so C-O-U-P, so you're so cool. Um, my personal is Hey underscore Angela. That's my IG. I'm, I'm not as 
I feel like definitely more of me comes out in my shop stuff, but you know, going, taking my personal account, like is something I want to rework and, and kind of be able to share more of myself in an authentic way, which is again, a, a project that I'll probably take on later this year, but that's important. Um, and that's what a lot of people are seeing right now only. Um, and it is a, yeah. it's a way to, if you can do it smart yep. and authentically, I think it is a really smart tool, um, to, uh, not, not just sell products, of course, but like make new friends and, you know, gather ideas and that sort of thing. So, uh, yeah, you're so IG, uh, shopcoudetat.com, which is also you're so I have both those URLs. That's where you can find me. And, um, my website, my personal website is heyangela.com, but I don't really do much there anymore, <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> that's all right. Well, that's awesome. And, you know, again, thank you so much for your time and, you know, your story. I think um, it's so important that underlying yeah. message, like not everybody's going to open their own business, but everybody is going to find that like breakdown moment. Everybody's going to find that breakthrough moment and hopefully like sort of uncovering this mystery that has been yeah sort of forced on us to be authentic but okay well it's, how do you, you find know, that it, authenticity and that journey the is, journey is different um, for everybody it really and, helped us know, see that we today both have brick and mortar shops but these are two very small you know like journeys in everybody's right it's not always going to look like that but again it's that right um just really doing the work taking your mask off and getting to know who you actually are and, you know, trying to, yeah, that's it. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Casey. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, I love talking to you and um, I hope, I hope that everybody goes and checks out your website and checks out thank your you. shops and people that listen from all over. Thank so, you. Thank you, Casey. Um, awesome and thank you, you have for a um, so thank you. inspiring me and others and living your authentic, uh, life because that's the only way to be life 